What's up, Red Sox Nation? Sox win a wild one in the Fens on Sunday to put a cap on a 6-1 homestand with these suddenly hot bats. We'll talk all about that, plus the week ahead, this week on Red Sox Wrap 360. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. You can't touch this. Literal. Cannot touch. Do we just like they can't touch this? Nobody can touch Jackie Bradley Jr. right now. There's so many people that cannot be touched in the Red Sox lineup right now. Things are looking up for the kids. Things are looking up. Hello, Red Sox Nation. Thanks for dropping in on us. Another edition of Red Sox Wrap 360 alongside Dennis Harris. I'm Mike Conley. Uh, thanks for checking in with us, guys. And how fortunate are we to be cheering for our hometown, seeing the Boston Red Sox? I mean, they are just incredible right now. The I, I looked at the stats the other day. I think maybe Pedroia is at like 299 right now. But there was yesterday, there was like 20 guys hitting over 300 in the AL. Six of them were Red Sox. It's getting silly. You know? It's getting silly. And even some of the guys that, that uh, don't have enough at-bats are raking. Like Josh Rutledge in his limited right. at-bats hits 370. Right. No you big know, deal. Multiple hits today. No big deal. Seems no like everybody's raking at the right time right now. Oof. A couple it's guys huge. need to pick me up, and they have provided. Oh, it, it's great to see. It is great to see. And, and you know, I know it's it's May. So we're not, you know, printing, you know, playoff tickets just yet. Right. And Baltimore is playing ridiculous right now. I don't know what they did today, but they they had won seven in a row. Did they win today? I, oh, they dropped it today. So that halted. Old Detroit halted their seven game skit. Detroit. So, so the Sox are kind of like they're going neck and neck. They 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 probably have the same exact record as Baltimore right now. But oh, they're you know they're going neck and neck. But I, I try not to look at the standings till August first. It's far too premature. I'm just excited. My team is playing good baseball. The win today puts them ten games over 500. No big deal for the first time this season. It's fantastic. Yeah, we're at, we're tw- we're at 24 and 14, and Baltimore is at 23 and 13. So okay, so yeah, that's about that same. gives them a slight edge in the win percentage. But we're neck and neck. They as got you a put couple. It. Games in hand, which would help them in hockey. Mm-hmm. No big deal, though. Yeah, I mean, it seems like everybody's raking right now. So, it is, it, which is good and bad because, I mean, then, you know, it's, it's a very cyclical game. Right. You know? And, like, so if we have six or seven guys, you know, going good right now, it makes me a little bit worried there's that's, going to be a stretch. Yeah, that's where the old Sox fans gonna, approach. Of yeah, it getting is a little true. nervous. I, got, I, I have the same thoughts as well. I got to shake that loose. Just hoping that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm know, hoping they don't just. This is a post squeeze all world the juice we live a little in. too soon. You know, I shouldn't be like this. It's it's tough, but this does seem to me like the best case scenario for this Sox team right now. You know, if if you were to think about this going into the season, thinking that, you know, D. Price would be starting off the way he has, that Buckles is pretty much giving you. As rough what of a you would start think. as as you you know you'd hope he wouldn't, but he's off to one of his his you know runs right now. Yeah, a lot of these ducks the way they're lining up, you got to take this as a best case scenario. I mean, they're just crushing it offensively and kind of making up for the other deficiencies. Oh, so good. And today, you know, what what's lovely is they've been finding a way to win. You know, 
So granted, the bats came alive this week. I mean, they scored double-digit runs in five out of seven games. Yeah, so it's silly. like you get out to that big lead, and it's like you know you or and I can come in and log a few innings. <laughs> I might be aggressive. It's a little aggressive. Might be aggressive. Well, <laughs> Robbie yeah, Ross. Can yeah, come yeah back I guess so. Yeah. He's actually might been, have been about the same thing today, though. Till today, he was yeah. not his best. Well, not his best, but. His great, great faux hullet he's got going on there. <laughs> the uh, the mohullet, excuse me. But uh, Ryan Hannigan coming alive today. Big Four game ribbies. for the local kid. His most in his Red Sox uniform. Gotta love to see it. And, you know, that last one was huge. That pop-up to right, oh, yeah. right center that let him drop in. And then uh, Rutledge came yeah, out. Interesting developments late in the game. A couple errors on both sides. And it was... Those afternoon games, those one one thirty five starts, one hundred five one thirty five starts at mm-hmm. Fenway, they're no joke. Right, that sun is is going to be a real problem. Right, you know as we saw with Carlos Mul- uh, Gomez multiple times today, and then yeah. the Sox kind of booted around today. They had three errors. They hadn't had a game at all this year uh, where they had more than one error. Right, so you hope that is just an aberration, not a sign of. Seems like to come. a few in classic Boston fashion, a few different weather systems moving in and out during today's game. It did. It was like sunny and blue skies, and then. The second half of the game was all just cloudy right. and overcast, you know. Good for shooting. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, and uh, Xander Bogarts hit his fourth home run today. No big deal. Getting a little power stroke. I know some people were a little worried last year, you know, where he two years ago he hits 12 bombs. Right. And then last year I think he hits, like, six. You know, but, hey, go easy on the guy. He hit 320 last Kids year, and stud. now he's just stud. He's hitting it. I think his uh, – Hit and streak was increased to ten games today. Yeah, I think that I mean, extended. Uh, pales in comparison to JBJ's twenty-one right now. No big deal. But no big deal. It seems like there's this island life aloofness among uh, some of these players. I might be reaching for that, but no, I the like one it. thing we always admired about Manram, aside from his you know occasional just bonehead plays out there, was he brought that that attitude sort of carefree. And I feel like there's a carefree attitude among the Sox that's paying off right now. Of course, that's one of those things, you know, winning heals everything. If they're losing, we might be saying the exact opposite thing yeah. about this carefree. These guys play. shouldn't be so carefree. Look how carefree Hanram is up there. But, you know, another guy was producing right now. So. Hanram. Dude, yeah. that moonshot he hit oh this goodness. week. <laughs> yeah. Dude, 478. I mean, no that, was that was like... Oh boy! It, it, exit velocity on that. I know you're a big fan of the exit velocity. <laughs> oh, yeah. One fourteen. Me and Ramdog. One four. Yeah, you um, and Ramdog love the exit. Velocity. Yeah. When did the when did the exit velocity come into the common so, vernacular? Right. Yeah. It's just it goes back. I mean, all these things have been like been in the Bill James handbook for it's some just, time. It's but now they're becoming. Now, it's just, now they're in the the, the vernacular. Right. You know. With all so this. yeah, give me some numbers to back up the fact that he hit that really hard and really far. Yeah. Give me, is there a way to quantify that, sir? <laughs> Please and thanks. I mean, you know. 114, huh? I think it's pretty impressive. It's the you know? second longest home run hit this year. So. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like a Those Venus things. Williams forehand, I think. Yeah. 114. <laughs> pretty much. There you go. Um, so, yeah, I got to love that horrid defense on that that bloop. To, to, oh, yeah. Right. And then, you know, they comes along to tie it, and then Mookie, you know. And Mookie is, like, on pace for, like, a 28-homer, like, 35-steal right. year right now. And it's like he hasn't really even got hot yet. Right. I mean, that's another thing that's fascinating to me in terms of the Sox being best-case scenario. You have 
more or less, you can make the case that Mookie and Brock Holt are your two worst everyday hitters right now, and they're not doing so poorly. Yeah. If you look at the lineup, though, everyone is producing. It's kind of a yeah. If you look average wise, you know, you yeah. look at, they're like one of the like the two guys that aren't hitting over three hundred. Right. <laughs> right. So they stick out. It's, what, what's your feeling on JBJ's like uh, move up and down the lineup? Because like it makes me nervous. I'm sure it does you too. Yeah. It's like he's in. He's batting nine. He's just tearing the cover it's a of the sweet ball. Spot. It's like don't don't mess up a good thing. Right. It made me nervous as soon as they were pulling him up. I was like, eh. and then they dropped him down to six. They moved him to two. They dropped him to six, yeah. and then he was back. Was he back at nine today? Or was no, he was six at six today. today. So he was at two yesterday, and that's just because Pedroia yeah. was sitting. So I kind of understand that. Mm-hmm. But then when he showed up at six today, not back to the customary nine. Right. I was a little bit like, come on now. Right. Come on now. Let's not disturb the guy. We know this is a guy that's going to hit right. like Babe Ruth for three months. Right. And then, like, you know. I wonder, you know, it's interesting. What, whoever the Mendoza guy is. <laughs> the Mendoza line. Mario Mendoza. Ah, uh, man. I, you just wonder, can he keep it up? Can he keep it up? Well, it's like. If he if he does it like because he was up and down last year, he had right. that monster August, and then like right. before it was kind of. But it's like if he has three months of hitting two thirty, right, and three months of hitting three thirty, uh, I think we can and It'll still plays ridiculous defense the, D is the entire not time. Anywhere. It's like it's huge, and especially when you see that circus that was going on with Houston out there today. Right. It's like. How, I mean, how thankful are we oh goodness, that we yeah. have it locked in? And Betts has been making some great plays. Right. He made that nice running catch along the foul line. He made that nice catch the other day right by the pesky pole. It's like... Right. It's just so nice to... I don't know if we were talking about this off-air recently, but it's just so nice to have solid D out in the field and have guys with plus arms as well. That's such a nice it's added bonus for the Sox. It's like Jerry said today, they were the top fielding team in the AL. So I know what he's Stigman basing that on. Word, yeah. it's, it's not on exit velocity. Testing. It's not exit velocity <laughs> against, I'll tell you that. But uh, I think it's like they uh, had the best fielding percentage. So he's still That'll in work. that old school. Yeah, I mean, you can make a case for it, you know, the old timers. Sure, sure. Um, so, hand, uh, excuse me, Xander's fourth home run he hit today. He didn't hit his fourth last year till August 16th. Right. So he's on a nice little, like, 15 home pace. So if this kid is, like, he's going about it the right way. Oh, yeah. You know, he's like, okay, I'm going to be an average hitter, 320, hit six bombs. Oh, next year, okay, I'll hit 320 again. Now I'm going to hit 15. I feel like the sky's the limit for that kid. And he's the guy in particular who I kind of think about in terms of that. Maybe a reach, but the island, he just seems like he's cool as a cucumber. He really is. In a bowl of hot sauce. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that these young guys, man, came up together. Right. You know, so they're really pulling for each other. They got each other's back. They're holding each other accountable. Mm -hmm. You know, that's huge. You know, and it's like Ortiz is, you know, so happy about it. You know, he's just like, oh, this youth movement is great, you know. And he's reinvigorated because of it. You know, it's like... Don't retire, Bobby. But you know he's just like Please you don't know, go he's just <laughs> he is just. I mean, what a storybook! Oof. I don't even want to use that next word, but what a storybook start to the season yeah. it's been for oh. Ortiz. It's and you know he's going to have a slow month or two. Right. He has that lull. You would think. I mean, last last year it was right. like the first two months of the season. But you just hope other people are, are going right. when he does have that lull. But yeah, it's I mean, good that he got off to this good start because. It's nice. It sure is. I mean, we're not beating, you know, the wonders of the world, sweeping the A's who aren't playing very good baseball and, uh, you know, taking three out of four from Houston. But right. That's the they, one. They, if you they, want to get nitpicky, that is the one thing. We're kind of, you know, we're not playing the juggernauts right now. And 
It's true, but, but to beat the bottom dwellers, that's what you got to do to be a playoff up. team. Yeah, you know, and you got to series. And- you got to win at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it was like. Uh, a few weeks ago, where Farrell kind of had to have that speech, like we got to make coming to Fenway a tough place to play. They're nine and two since that little. It rah, feels, rah, rah, yeah. So. I mean, it does. This team is so likable. I can't remember mm. the last team that was this likable. I I'm, I have to rack my brain. Even the last World Series team, I don't feel like was as likable as this squad is. They yeah. just they seem to have a charisma and a good chemistry about them. Yeah. It's just that youth movement, and, yeah. the, and the the fact that these kids, you know, are homegrown. It's easy right. to get because we've heard so much about right. these guys, right. you know, coming yeah. out like Bogots. I mean, I, see, I feel like he's been in the the, pro, the program since he was like twelve years old, right. you know, because I was hearing so much about him. Right. But now that he's raking and still is only twenty three, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm quite excited because I mean he's got a legitimate shot at three thousand hits. He's a beast. I, I feel the same way about Betts actually because I think Betts is eventually gonna. Be in that leadoff spot and become a 200 right. guy, you know, perennially. So, uh, the kids are studs, folks. They are, and like coming into the season, it's like you knew Mookie was going to be good, you knew Bogots was going to be good, you really knew that stuff. And like, you look at the lineup and you thought maybe the holes would be in that seventh and eighth, like where Shaw right. and Holt were yeah. customary being. And it's like, it's unbelievable, those guys, even when they're not like stroking the ball. They're taking very professional at bats, right. and it's not unheard of for them to have eight, nine, eleven at bat. I mean, pitches per at bat, right. you know. And it's just, it's, it's just a, a, a amazing thing, amazing thing, and it just a signal place. to like how professional these guys are at right. such a young age. Your you boy T. Shaw. I mean, there it's hard. Raking. You can really make an argument for so many of these guys. That's what's so. You know, putting us over the top as far as the joyous occasion of just celebrating these guys. It's like, Dude. who do you choose today to just get behind and just... I know. I mean, there are so many good stories. Like, T-Shaw just crushing it. Jackie Bradley Jr. just silencing any critics and hopefully erasing any doubts, you know? Yeah. And it's I, I hope as well that he's erasing any doubts he might have internally. Like, the dude has produced... Basically, for half of a major league season now, right. enough, you know, over the course of the end of last year and right now, it's right. like... You can do it, kid. Yeah, you're exactly. a stud. You're- and what's encouraging too is that, and uh, you know, when they have that writer kid in the booth, sometimes what's his name? He's a real smart guy. He has all good stats. Uh, Spire. Yes, Alex, yeah, Alex Spire. And so, I mean, he, that kid's great. He like it brings in all these gems. And uh, he was saying, um, who are we talking about? <laughs> uh, Jackie. Oh yeah. JBJ. That I mean, this is kind of how he was. In the in, in the minus, yeah, you know, he was just like came out of uh, you know South South Carolina, right? Who just went right to single A ball and like hit three sixty championship and, you know, team there. I'm pretty sure too, right? Boom, boom. In South Carolina. Oh really? They? I thought so. That's a nice poll, you and your uh, NCAA that baseball. I made that up. That's good. That's all right. Take me at my word. Yeah. They, they crushed it that year. <laughs> but like, let's just nestle JBJ into that ninth spot and just never move. Right. You know, I like the idea of having that kind of that's it's almost National League of us to have like that secondary leadoff hitter. Right. You know. Right. And it's good to have guys get on base that are fast in front of you mm-hmm. know Mookie. You know, because right. Mookie knocks and runs. Big triple you know? today for the kid. I mean, oh yeah, huge, huge. You gotta love that intensity too. As soon it as was he... huge, <laughs> easy Trump. Oh, boy. as soon as he slides in the third though, and just is so fired up. I feel like there's so much enthusiasm. It just seems like 
even our boy Clay, not to segue there yet, but oh even boy. Clay's That's sitting there segue off a cliff. Watching watching the game and taking it in and being a cheerleader. I like to see that. I yeah, like I mean you got it's like you, there's 25 guys in there, you know, you got to pick them all up and mm-hmm. like with the walk of wounded, you know, there's more, but it's right. like just get behind that team. All right, we know you're not going too good, but guess what? We know you're going to get going good. Right. And that's going to help us when uh, some other guys might be not going so well, so. Right. Um yeah, he's. We'll shelf him for now. We'll talk about the guys that are doing well for a while, and then we'll. Sure thing. Uh, but uh, this uh, seven-game stretch for the Sox at home, hitting three sixty-nine as a team, twenty-eight doubles. Is that good? Thirteen homers. Is that any good? Ridiculous. <laughs> Averaging ten point four runs a game. Yeah, it's like I think that for a seven-game homestand, I think I saw today that there's two other teams to ever do that. In baseball, that's the 03 Boston Red Sox and the 1950 Red Sox juggernaut. One of my favorite way. Red Sox was in the yeah, 1950s. No <laughs> question. No Those question. guys are unreal. Oh boy, Those Don DiMaggio. He was just <laughs> he was great in the clubhouse. Hats um, off, Don. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. I mean, so many good things to talk about. I, I'll, I'll talk about Gee a little whiz, bit of a head Mike. scratcher, you know. Which, thankfully, to David Ortiz, this isn't going to be talked about much more. But. Um, Hand rims bunt. Oh, man. Uh, at the end of, like, you know, Poppy gets up, hits his triple. Right. I mean, it's like ooh, yeah. the planets are aligned if Poppy's hitting a triple. It's Seriously. I may, Maybe that's why he thought. He's like, if Poppy's going to hit a triple, I'm going to be able to lay down right. a bunt single. No He's like, I'm just going to outdo it's him. one of those days. But I mean, that was, uh, in case you needed any more clarification, or you didn't already predict this, that was hand ram on his own. No question. But a guy that's been hitting the ball... It's like, why would he do that? Yeah, I mean, I do feel like he has, he's got some of that Ramirez. Blood. He definitely <laughs> I mean, has. It's, no right? Question. I mean, certainly like a, you know, a, a holdover from the old man rim days, mm-hmm. and the, for better and worse. But this season, largely for the better, and for whatever it is, I mean, just playing in the in the infield or whatever it is, it's kind of clicked for him. It's been it's been great. I feel like he's really a key cog in what's been going well for them. Yes, it's been fantastic. So fantastic! Oh my gosh, it's I, so good. I, I, feel, I feel like it's very good. Fantastic is one of those <laughs> the, one of those words that you just can't not say in an Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, voice. You fantastic. know, it's like if you, you can't say it, "I'll be back." Was that Schwarzenegger? Saying, I thought that was Big Papi. Uh, <laughs> I could be. It, it was my um, either way. Arnold imitation of um, Keenan Thompson's imitation yes. of Big Papi. I confuse the Austrian accent and the Dominican accent. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's us. They're, it's us. they're tied. Oh, for, yeah. oh, boy. That'll be back. Coolest accent. Some, some great accents. Should we talk about Ortiz yet? Or uh, I think we should. I mean, Not a bad we, week, I guess. Not a bad season so dude, far. That day yesterday, I mean, first time he's ever had a oh double, triple, and a homer in the same game. And it's like he needed the day off today. He earned it. Right. You know, he was yeah, like as soon as gassing, he, legging out that triple and the, the double. third base, it's like, hey, you know what? Yeah. One or two games. What do, how many do you need? Then he had to rush right out to his uh, daughter's birthday like party. That too. So did you see his quote like, from? No. What on his say? way to the car, he just, he said he couldn't stop, but he said, "Just write down on my bad." Beep. <laughs> it's like yes, sir. Nice. We'll crushing do. it. We'll do. Um, yeah. So what he did yesterday, just just incredible, and it just adds to him being you know the that big, put him in the old uh, five hundred home run, six hundred double club. Yes. Joining the ranks of. Barry Bonds. And Hank Aaron. And Hank Aaron. Not bad company. 
One or two out of those guys is in the Hall of Fame. Those guys are pretty good. <laughs> yeah, what happened to that Barry Bonds fella? Uh, is, yeah, is he any good? Just got a gigantic head. So he's like, big oh, head. they're like, hold on, stop the press. Pretty big head. Yeah. But uh, not bad company as far as the statistics go, I would say. I also yeah. saw earlier today, um, which isn't really a surprise to us Sox fans, as we've seen him do it day in and day out over <laughs> the years. But uh, that RBI there, that third most walk-off RBI since 1969, the divisional era wow. for Dave Ortiz, third wow. most of all time. So if it feels like we've watched him deliver in many of those situations, it's because he has. Yeah. He's so pretty clutch. good, pretty good ball player. So, so I'm thinking like, why? Maybe you know, don't retire, Poppy. But <laughs> next year, it's like, why can't we set him up with like one of those Roger Clemens end of the career Houston Astro contracts, right. where he like he basically just played home games. He just does what he wants, essentially. Yeah, just stayed home. He's like, all right, I'll go to. You get me a private jet, right. and I'll go to 10 away games. Right. But I'm not showing up unless I'm starting. It's like, just write him something in like that so he just comes and mashes at Fenway. It know? seems like they could figure something out. I mean, it's happened for some other guys. No, no, no. Can you undo... Now, that's kind of a twofold question. Can you undo this gift-giving process? And also, this has bugged me for the last few years. I With Mariano and Jeter, I don't remember it ever being as over the top as it was with those two guys right where every team is just oh thank you for beating up on us so yeah it kind of gets a little tired to me it's like yeah i get it for the Sox and yanks it's a nice give that guy a nod it's like you know what we've hated on you for years but now right hey we actually see really kind of like you (laughs) but you know it's like all right here's second base with your number on it here's a jacket here's a trophy here's and it's just it gets a little bit tired you know it's like I remember when when Ripken was done. I'm kind of reaching now, but when Ripken was in his last year, it was they were parading him around. But I don't remember this whole process of gift giving and just showering these guys. Maybe you might be more aware of it than I am. But yeah, no, it feels like it's really grown out of hand. It has. And for a guy to pull, you know, what we want here with the old pull the Michael Jordan or the Brett Favre, the unretire, which is what I'm hoping for. Well, it just makes it a little so tougher. Huge. It makes it a little tougher. It does. When you're getting showered with gifts, it's like, hey, guys, time out on the gifts. I'm going to take another run at this. <laughs> I mean, and that's why I was just hoping he wouldn't do the whole, you know, Mariano G to gift run, you know. and Shouldn't just, have said a word. Just Irish goodbye it at the end of right. the year if you're going to peace out. You, know? you would like, think he would have picked up on that from the local culture. Right. Just exit right. on your own terms, good sir. Man. But, I mean, I, what, I can't even, I'd have to look back, but... This is easily the best start to a season he's had in Lord knows how long. Yes. It's, he is. I mean, it has the makings to be his best season ever. I mean. He's and it's certainly like, producing at an incredible rate. If I might be wrong on this, but is he not among the top five, if not the top three in OPS right now in the yeah, league? Yeah, I think he's top three in all Ooh. of baseball. Is that good? or? Yeah. Oh, he's like oh, his OPS is over so is that, a thousand. So is, so that, like, is that pretty good? Or th- that's real good. Is that is he doing any good? You know what else is real good? Uh, seeing uh, David Price turn a corner the other day. No big deal. I mean, that, thanks to Petey, evidently. Thanks to Petey, is At least right in part. I mean, tell me this guy isn't a future manager. I mean, really. It's interesting. Does that beg the question? And this is kind of Red Sox fan logic, okay. where the sky is occasionally falling, but. Does that beg a certain question when both your pitching coach and your manager, who is a former pitching coach, are not 
privy to this basic mechanical error of ways wow. and your, you know, former that does kind of shine All-star a light on a little bit. Second baseman is like, hey, by the way, maybe you just iron up this certain defect, and who I th- knows? I think that's a legitimate thing, and you know, it just points to how we point to Farrell and his kind of his yeah lackluster. The thing whip what is a check in Farrell's column is the way he kind of deals with the players, you yeah. know, and he seems like an upfront guy, right? You know, so I really think that his back and forth with the players is is good. So it's like. Does something have to give? Does he have, this guy have to be, you know, not as right. good as an in-game manager? And what you know, do you just have a good bench coach, which I think we do, and it that is that way. Yeah. Good. It's like, because like when he, there was like a situation in the game today where he's like leaving Hembry out there. Yeah, I was gonna, and he yeah. didn't have anybody warm, so Felt it's like a little weird. Yeah, they would just leave Hembry out there. He ended up getting out of the inning, but it was like. That was another debatable spot. Yeah, and as I've said before, I am a feral apologist. I feel like he's one of those types where as soon as you get rid of him, you're looking for, you know, a different version of himself to replace him. The guy's kind of that slow and steady presence. I feel like he's proven it for the most part. Um, We don't want to even think back to who was there before him. Oh, boy. Bobby V there, but... uh, yeah, I mean, I like I like what Farrell brings to the table on a day to day basis. Um, it's you know, baseball's a long season, a lot of innings, a lot of ins and outs. It's easy to second guess stuff, but there have been a few spots already in the season where, if the Sox weren't ten games over five hundred right now, which is kind of amazing, mm-hmm. um, we'd probably be dissecting those moves a bit further. I would say, even if they hadn't pulled that one out today, which was also kind of a. A gift, it seemed like. It is. We were trying hard to give that game away. We sure like. were, but what? we pulled it out, and that's the sign of a winning ball club when you can pull them out when you're not maybe playing at your, yeah. at your best. I feel like the last time I was on uh, this prestigious program that the Sox had not yet really had any victories that were something to hang your hat of on. That and then they had a walk. They've had a few walk-offs. They've had, it just feels like the team has really rallied, and I don't know if it's... Ortiz or PD or whatever the galvanizing presence are. It, fe- it honestly just feels like a combination. They just oh, have- we just talked about the galvanized yeah. presence. That is this young core of studs yeah. that are not just young people, but they are becoming leaders right before it's our unreal. eyes. You know, and they're just they're producing. You know, and they're not like producing and they're they're like you know cocky like you know I I, I already got this licks right. this major league deal. But you know, Poppy's always saying how much these guys are asking questions. You right. know, and Chili Davis, Lavello about how right. how much these guys want to get better and it's just and that's why it just goes back and I think more so in any of the other sports um you know the chemistry is huge oh, of you, course you know I mean you have such a, it's like you I don't think you can quite get there I mean in every sport it's big mm-hmm. obviously but it's like you know football is like the roster is so big it's kind of you know you have clicks there's mm-hmm. no way you can get around it you know but I don't know is this just Mm, it, it, there's something about this team, and you know that's why. And, and so, something we like touched on last week, because um, there was all that rumor of about Mike Trout yes, becoming available, yes. and it's like, yeah, you want to maybe have that guy because he's such a you know generational talent or what right. have you. But it's like you have to look at like what are you doing to your clubhouse, right? And how would you? Because it's like I would think that would take. To get Mike Trout, that's going to take... It's going to take at least Mookie, a few of the studs. Eduardo, yeah. you know, 
Swihart. It's that and, is an interesting and it's an Espinosa. It's an interesting conundrum because it, then it begs the question. You know, you think of the upside of these kids versus the guy who you already know. It's a known commodity, right? So, and I feel like we tend to not and might not just be a Red Sox fan thing, but I think sports fans in general, you tend to kind of really build up that upside. And is any of these guys ceiling at the point of Mike Trout's ceiling? And that's you know that's where it's kind of like mm. yeah. Well, I, I think like as fans we deal. like want to put together a, a fantasy team, right? You know, we look at like, these stats and we're amazing. He's a five tooler. He's getting right. it done. But it's like, I mean, how many tools does Mookie have? You know, he's, he's got, got an awful. Tools. He's got he's an got awful lot of tools. At least four tools, if right. not five tools. So it's like, you know, I mean, to get rid of a guy. Plus the fact that it, it comes back to that chemistry thing. Right. You bring in this guy who you're going to have to lock up to thirty million dollars right. a year, thirty five million dollars a year, and it's like these other guys, you know, are like, oh, it hasn't this. been our strong suit of late. Uh, you know, exactly. bringing in the guys in the big dollar, but. You know, that Dombrowski's going to bring in the big guys. That's He's why gonna, he yeah. was brought in to do that. He brought in Price. He brought in Kimbrell. So it's like, and, you know, I'm not saying that. I mean, it sends a great message to this team. Like, hey, this is Poppy's last year, and we're going to go for it. Right. So I kind of like, you know, what he's done to this point. But it's like, when do you get that point where it's too much, you know? And it's like, yeah. you know, because that, that chemistry we talk about, about these young guys pulling for each other, right. you know, now goes out to the win- window. Because one of those comrades is shipped off, or two right. of them, you know, to bring in this stud who is now making, you know, 60 times what you're making. Right. As opposed to your boy that just left that was making a little bit more than you maybe, but you felt for him because you guys came up together. Right. You wanted him to concede, succeed. And I don't think, like, fans really spend enough time on really kind of thinking about that. And they, they just want to put together, like, the best, you know, fantasy Video game team. team. But, yeah, exactly. You know? Um Tell the people that are just listening what your uh, what your little uh, we're not signing off or anything, but tell them your um, sure Twitter what is it? handle. Yeah, the Twitter handle. Uh, yeah. yeah, you can find me on Twitter in the Twitterverse at uh, at D Haas D E E H A A S. Yeah, what hit this you, guy Mike? up. See, you, like, uh, you know whatever they put down here. It's <laughs> just it's not me, but uh, sure. the Memphis Mike Conley's getting a lot of baseball questions, but or at least like two. Is he fielding them? Uh, he, he, yeah. I, I should hit him up, find out where he's going to land next year. If we can Absolutely. get him at Celtic screen, that could be something. Nothing wrong with that. Um, so, yes, hit up D Haas. Let him know how he's doing on the show. Hey, D Haas, we need you on more of the programs. You know, tell him that if you want to hit him up. Like, hey, when's the North album coming out? Hit him up. Let him know about that stuff. So, All that kind of jazz. You guys have to play a, a gig up in Toronto, by the way, because it's just we are the North. north. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Everywhere. Uh, one of these weeks. Oh, boy. We'll take the you, van up there. That's it. That's it. Do it. Um, so, I did want to just talk about Price's day the other day because he had 12Ks and six yes. strong innings, mm-hmm. 6.2. Scattering six hits, allowing one, 12 strikeouts, one walk. I mean, that's huge, and that's the $31 million man we were expecting to see. Right. Uh, on the other end of the spectrum, Sean O'Sullivan, nice Irish oh, lad. Hey. Just, hey, thanks thanks for coming. He did, you know. Demoted he, right to the AAA right after the right game after today. Right after today. After throwing some four, 4.2 innings of BP. Kind of a throwback, you know, the guys that's just coming in to eat a few innings and get. One good start, though. One good yeah, start, one uh, bad start. I mean, yeah. good. It was, he was serviceable. Yeah. They won the game. Last the game. last the game. La- yeah. last game, he was going good, and then he just maybe got right. left. And him. they won today. I mean, he didn't and get they the won. W, yeah. but, yeah, yeah, um, you know. Yeah. Took some innings up, did his job. See you later. Seems Send to be him, a good team guy. 
saying the right things when yeah. he walks out the door. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Good Irish boy. I mean, th- this is coming from a guy who's been kind of a journeyman. He's like, yeah. I- I've had more pl- fun playing baseball the last two weeks with these guys than I've had. I was happy to time. hear that as well. Yeah. It was huge. Love to see that. Kids' heads in the right place. So now O'Sullivan's out of there. Uh, the rumor is that they're going to bring up a bat. In that instance, uh, I'm not sure who that might be. Yeah, it looks like the way the chips fall schedule-wise that they're okay. With uh, four starters for a while. Until, I think, the very end of the month. Uh-huh. Which, I don't know if it's good segue time here, but it feels to me like... we. Ha- I think there are two candidates, really, in the rotation who are on suspect. the bubble or suspect for either, I think, right going to the bullpen, potentially, as the okay. knuckler, or... Maybe a bit of a forced hand DL trip for Clay. That's what I'm thinking. That's, yes, uh, the guy's going to end up on the DL at some point this season either way. Why not? It's like, force why not him just kind of if he doesn't in the next two starts show you a little something to hang your hat on? Maybe you kind of how's that? Does he have an impingement? Maybe I think it's too, an impingement. Or is he? You know, I think it's an impingement. You got a couple guys coming back. Take a 15 day rep, buddy. Take a rest. Get your head no. right. I mean, he's a classic head case. It's tough to see. But he has that upside that it's like, how many how many more starts do you get based on that upside? Because you know, we all know, because we've seen it, that kid can go on a 10, 15-game run where his stuff is as good as anyone in the game. Yeah. And I hate pulling the plug on a, on a starter, like, until he's maybe, you know, get getting to that 10-start mark, you know? Yeah. And so he's, right now he's had, like, six, I think, so... He's an interesting guy. I was thinking about it the other day. Clay is one of those guys. The guy's been around for a while now, and I feel like based on his injury history and kind of the inconsistent ways, and he's never quite hit the point that we uh, that ceiling we all have seen for him over the years. He's a guy that I feel like we Sox fans don't tend to think of in that same light of these guys that have been around forever. But he's got to be among the top three guys, right? I mean, who else? Is, you got Pedroia and Ortiz that have been around forever. Oh, yeah, yeah. The oh, guys, yeah. he's got to be the, team, yeah. the next elder statesman, I would think, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, his but rookie I year was like 07. certainly not held in the same uh, regard, I feel like, you know? Yeah, he's it's, just never quite got there, you know? If you look at his splits, it's like his 0-10 and 0-13, nasty. Right. 0-13, kind of limited by injury. But I think all-star appearances both those years. But... Right. You know, he's never pitched 190 innings in a year. Right. You know, he's fragile. He is. And that being said, he's not a real easy move to the bullpen, too. Right, Because he's a all. guy that... So you're not going to see that. That's why I'm in total agreement with you. The that DL. The, 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 the faux DL stand. But I'm also, like, don't... You got a couple guys on rehab assignments now. I think we got Joe Kelly going tomorrow for Pawtucket. Yeah. And I think we had um, Eduardo going, going again, Sunday. Like, today was he going I today? think he goes again Thursday, okay. if I read correctly. Okay. And he went just the other day. Up. And he pitched over 100 pitches. So he's getting that up. His velocity's down a tick, and that'll happen. I mean, you break your kneecap or mess up your kneecap. Right. You know, your legs is a lot of, you know, where it's coming from, your velocity. So it's right. like to get that on so Joe Kelly looks like he's going to be the first to come back, and he'll right. just kind of slide into that fist ball to get. Like I'm not in a hurry to get Price out of. I mean, uh, right out of there. Yeah, nor he's had one you. bad stop. I mean, he's arguably been your best guy going, and it is tough. Although he's a knuckler, and as we know from the Wakefield years, that you know, based on their, you know, the lack of violence to their delivery, they're the easiest guy to kind of come out of the pen. Yeah, and they don't have to stretch it out as much, and you throw him in there, bring him back, and it. It's also it's kind of, of a nice a, change of pace. It's a mixed blessing, I think, sort of. But you, at the same time, kind of the same argument about 
moving JBJ up and down. It's like this thing's going so good right now. Do you want to? Right. You know, are you hurting yourself in two ways if you move him out of there? Like, there's going to be a time of this year when he's not pitching that effectively. Do it then. Right. Just let him roll. Right. And especially right now, it's like you have that little bit of a cushion, at least mentally, it seems to kind of ease these guys back in with so everything's going pretty good here yeah let's give clay a few more shots see how he's looking and then impingement time yes clay <laughs> is looking tough and his he's allowed eight bombs in six starts last year he allowed six mm-hmm. in 18 starts so he did have that nice stretch last year it might be time good, it so. might be time for that i mean you know i think there's room for a guy that just gets in a zone and gives you a lockdown stretch of 70 innings right there's something about Certainly. that so i mean just utilize it at the right time yeah it's know? a matter of harnessing it i would say exactly well keeping that dude mothballs on its shoulder impingement <laughs> dl stance right so we don't max him out because he's only going 180 innings right so don't have him make every stop but um i did want to give a shout out and say a great job and an attaboy to a fan of the program john patrick power for a great job he did on the anthem the other night at fenway jpp so jpp may uh you know keep it up buddy um but um price turning that corner is huge and you know i just like the the makeup of the team and the staff is going good and the bullpen's going good it's like keep people up on these slow dwellers because now the yanks are coming back a little bit now right they've won their last three series baltimore's still playing good so you just have to keep this rolling right uh look at looking in the head we got uh three at kansas city right we're going yep. into the al central and then we're coming back for three versus cleveland, cleveland right? yeah so line up pretty good uh, coming up here in the Kansas City series. We're going coming up uh, Price, well, Porcello, Porcello Price, Price, right? right. Yeah. That's nice. That's it a is. pretty good pitching matchup coming up on Monday. Porcello versus Ventura. So that's yeah. interesting. So you got three there, three at home. You got to take two out of three, at, and it'd be nice to take two out of three in both of those. Absolutely. I'd have a nice four and two week. Well, is it time nice for Clay? To is he going to turn the corner? Up. I mean, I think you like you like you say you got to give him a couple more starts and make sure that you know Eduardo's kneecap is right and his right. velocity's back up to ninety five, ninety six because mm-hmm. the ninety two, ninety three is out right now. It's not going to translate to the pros, right. you know. So it's like take that time. He's another guy that's going to be on an innings limit of one sixty. So it's like right. you know let him throw five or six innings, you know, now and again down in uh, in Pawtucket and then just bring him up. It, those things, this pitching depth has a way of working itself self out, right. You know, anyways, so. No, absolutely. But. Absolutely, Mike. I'm excited. I'm excited. Anything you uh, want to utter out there, buddy, until, uh, you know. Until the next time. I was uh, kind of hinting at you about this Pedro Martinez article. Yeah, long, tell that to the people where they can find that because it's a terrific article. We it can't is, really get into it. It we is don't the have people. That. We don't have that kind of time. We but don't. Old uh, Nate Silver and his friends over at 538.com. Uh, you know, you can get there via ESPN. But these these stats whizzes have crunched the numbers to basically prove the argument I, myself, and many other Sox fans have been making for years now that Pedro's run with the Red Sox was, in fact, the all-time greatest run we may ever see by any guy that dons not only a Red Sox uniform, but an MLB uni. Uh, Pedro, based on their new metrics, their new fancy numbers that I can't even compute or understand or explain to a layman, Pedro owns, as far as seasons go, Pedro owns three out of the top five seasons, four out of the top ten, five out of the top twenty, seven out of the top thirty all-time seasons. By a Major League Baseball pitcher. And yes, I did just read that sentence. This kid is sick. 
Um, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it'd be nice. Uh, Pedro should be, uh, you know. I, actually, I like him. He's Is like he special assistant. Or no? I mean, he's up there. I mean, the guy's so awesome we so didn't have gregarious. time to get to it but with ortiz the way he was been going it, it kind of is a good conversation to have one of these shows Oof. about we'll, we'll talk Just about the, the red sox the goats <sighs> wow we will the goats we definitely don't have time to talk about it nope but anyway all right we're gonna sign off that guys thanks for listening in uh to another or tuning in to see our lovely faces here uh but for dennis harris i'm mike conley this has been another edition of Red Sox Rap 360 by AfterBuzz TV. Thanks for tuning in, gang. Go Sox. R.I.P. Sammy Ellis. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.